Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Motivational Moment in the Morning. My name is Portia Wilkins here in Houston, Texas. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. We are here every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on time. We appreciate you all for joining us. We uh, ask that you continue to invite your friends, family, coworkers, and associates to meet us here every single morning. Take what you know. Take what you get. Take what speaks to you and share it with everyone you know. You may be that person that God has assigned to pour into another life, and so it's good to just take whatever nuggets and continue to share. Uh, while you're sharing, be sure to share on social media as well. We ask that throughout the call that you post your notes there, tag us in it, use the hashtag when dreams collide so we can see it and continue to share uh, the good news with everyone else that's out there uh, as well. Also, uh, make sure you visit our website, www.whendreamscollide.com. That's whendreamscollide.com. Subscribe, become a VIP a vision impact partner, uh, so you were one of the first to find out about, you know, different events, news, inspirational posts, tools, resources. We have so many things we're working on right now that we're going to be releasing soon, and you guys will be the first to know. Uh, also, while you're there, head on over to Straight Talk, Woman Talk. Uh, ladies, be sure to join us tonight at 8 o'clock p.m. Central. Same telephone number that you use to dial in now. Uh, the PIN code is different. It's actually 845-165. So same telephone number as now but different pen, which is 845-165. Join us tonight. We're continuing our series on Detecting Jezebel. Absolutely powerful message there that has been going forth. If you ever missed a call, whether it's this series or any of the previous series, make sure you head on over uh, and, and scroll down to the bottom of the page of Straight Talk Woman Talk, and you can see all the recordings of all the calls we've done are archived there uh, as well. And then join us July 24th in Atlanta, Georgia, and August 13th in Houston, Texas, for the Straight Talk Woman Talk in part sessions. They're going to be absolutely amazing. Our events are spirit-led and purpose-driven. For those of you who are building a business in direct sales, MLM, network marketing, you want to get connected to builditforyourlastname.com. That's builditforyourlastname.com. We have a boot camp we'll be doing on June the 25th right here in Houston, Texas. You want to make sure that you are there. Anything that you build, you know, no matter what you're doing, what industry that you're in, we recommend doing it for your last name. It's time is over to hustle for your first name. you got to start building something of significance for your last name because an inheritance is what you leave for someone, but a legacy is what you leave in them, and that's what happens when you build it for your last name. So head on over there and check that out on today as well. We are excited about connecting with each and every one of you at one of our live events, upcoming events. Continue to uh, reconnect and, and conversate on social media and everything as well. Remember, post your notes there today. Tag us in it. Use the hashtag when dreams collide so we can see it. For those of you who are driving, be sure to go ahead and put in your earpiece now if you're stationary. Get out your pen and your paper so you can take your notes there. And, honey, why don't you come on to the line and say good morning to our VIPs. Absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, VIPs. Come on, y'all. Vision, impact, partners. This is the day 
that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. Yes, did you hear me? I said I am excited about your future. I want to talk to you from a thought this morning. It was necessary. Ah, help me. It was necessary. It was necessary. What you had to endure and what you have to experience. A lot of times we don't understand it while we're in it. You know, one author says you cannot see the picture when you are in the frame. But it was necessary. As I look back on the brief sojourn that we call life and I start to put the pieces together and look at the daily activities that have led us up to this monumentous occasion to be able to address and talk to you on a daily basis. I look at a lot of the setbacks and and a lot of the pitfalls. I look at a a lot of the pain because pain, according to Dr. Mike Murdoch, is the proof that something is out of order. Would you write that down, post it on social media, tag three people on that? Pain is the proof that something is out of order. And the reason why oftentimes we're in pain is because we are – Asking God to bless something he's attempting to block. In other words, you are restricting what God is wanting to remove from your life. And uh, I remember 2015, I, I, um, I, was, I was going through a period, my wife and I, of transition. And I really define transition now as uh, this place in your life that you get to where you say, I don't necessarily know where I'm going, but I do recognize where I can no longer stay. And, uh, you know, I've also discovered that even in my own life, a lot of times the decisions that I have to make are not hard decisions. They only become hard because you and I get afraid of the ramifications of the decision that we know we have to make. And I was faced with this, ladies and gentlemen. I was faced with the decision that I had to make, uh, not because people were evil, well, some of them were, but, but not because uh, – you know, th- things I had planned for things to turn out the way that they had to turn out, but it 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 was necessary. And and 2015 was a was a tough time. 20, 2015 things started to fall apart. But I'm reminded of one author that says, when things look like they're falling apart, they're really falling into place. Things were falling apart. Have you ever been in a situation in life when nothing made sense. The conversations that you were having with people, they just no longer made sense. I mean, uh, I, you know, the, the things and the places you used to go, you just no longer fit in. You, you don't, you, you're, you're finding yourself forcing, forcing conversations and forcing yourself to be around certain people. You're finding yourself forcing yourself, attempting to fit in and forcing yourself, attempting to meet the status quo, but you no longer have the desire, the inkling to have such minuscule and small-minded level conversations. You, you no longer have the time to play games, and, and you understand that stop is silly, rabbit tricks are for kids, and, and you're getting to this place in your life where you say, I've got to move on, but, but really I'm afraid. I'm afraid to move on. I'm afraid sometimes to let go of what's familiar to embrace what I cannot see because most people will rather settle for known hells than explore unknown heavens. It was necessary. Some of us, people have changed on us. I used to say things like, um, you, you'll never see me in, this, in another company. 
You would never see me in another company unless XYZ person name was there. And I used to say that it sounded so it sounded so strong, it sounded it sounded so loyal. Um, but I've come to discover and I want you to write this down, tag another three people in this. Loyalty should not lead to poverty. Loyalty should not lead to poverty. And the reality of it all was it was not a loyal statement, it was a fearful statement. Because if I look back on it, uh the person that I said uh, I would never be in another company without them. They never said they would be in a company without me. They never said they would. If I wasn't in another company, they wouldn't be there. They never. They never said that. And I want to. I want to take a personal point privilege of reference and ask you a question: Are you are you making people a priority that have not even made you an option? Are you making oh? Are you making people a top priority? that won't even make you an option. So many times you find yourself in this place in life where you're questioning and you're wondering. You, you have to check yourself sometimes. You've got to ask yourself, what, what's going on with me? And I'm here to tell you this morning, it, it was necessary. See, all of these things, they're not really for you. Bishop Jake said one time in 2010, my, my wife and I were watching in her one-bedroom apartment on a purple purple sofa, eating uh, eating thigh, uh, thighs and eating eating a layer quarters uh, uh, from H E B that she had cooked because we were balling on a budget. Uh, yeah, and uh, we were sitting there, we were watching this message. Bishop Jake said, uh, uh, "Nothing you've been through will be wasted," and he started talking about the title of the sermon was was when dreams collide, and uh, something leaked up in us. Something leaped us in us, even though we were in our brokenness, even though we were broke, uh, even though we weren't in the place we are today. And, and something leaped up in us because words are spirit. Did you hear me? Words are spirit. In other words, the words that you're listening to, the words that you hear, they cause you to feel something. The words that you constantly hear challenge you in certain ways. The words that you hear will dull you in certain ways. And you've got to be careful of the voices you allow to resonate in your spirit. And, and when he says, when dreams collide, my wife, my wife and I looked at each other. We were boyfriend and girlfriend at that time because everything takes is a process. You know, there could be no progress without the process. And I'm looking at my girlfriend. My girlfriend's looking at me. And we're matriculating through this whole process of girlfriend to boyfriend to fiance to now married. But it's a process. And a lot of times people want to go from single to married without having to be uh, engaged. And you cannot get to marriage until you first get engaged. I just said a mouthful. You've got to get engaged in your process. And so many people are attempting to skip levels. And when you skip levels without first passing the test, you're going to get stuck in the next class because you didn't learn the lesson that you were supposed to learn, but it was necessary. And we said when dreams collide, we, we didn't know what it all was going to unfold because God knows the beginning from your end, but he oftentimes never shows you the hell in the hallway, what you have to endure, what you have to go through, the lies that, you, you, that will be told on you, the, the assassination of character, people that will question your integrity when them themselves have none, people that will lie on you and talk about you. They will be toxic about your name to other people. As a matter of fact, you ought to declare out loud, I'm fighting for my name. I want my name back. Give me my name back. So you can take everything. 
You, you, can, you, you can take the money. You can take the cars. You can take the homes. You can take the, you can take the stages. You can take the statuses. You can take all of that, but give me my name back. It was necessary. You won't understand it while you're in it. You, you won't understand it while you're going through it. As a matter of fact, you have to grow through what you go through. You have to grow through what you go through. Because when you come out of it, after the storm passes, because it doesn't come to stay, it comes to pass. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy is coming in the morning. In other words, tough times don't last always. Tough people do. It was necessary. It was necessary, but pain, pain, pain is necessary, but suffering is optional. Did you hear me? Pain is necessary, but suffering is optional. So many people, because of fear, because of uncertainty, because of doubt, they choose to suffer. They choose to put themselves in a place where you're addicted. You can become addicted to dysfunction. Yes. You can become addicted to being dysfunctional. To be dysfunctional means you are disconnected from function, the way you're supposed to function. You're supposed to function as the head and not the tail. You're supposed to function as the leader, not just the follower. You're supposed to function as a kingdom citizen, as a kingdom ambassador. That's your function. You were placed on planet Earth, one out of 7.5 billion people, to function in an area, to function and to flow to function in your gift, to function in your calling, to function and to serve. And what happens is we get so comfortable. We fall in love with people that seem to always hurt us. Why is it, why is it that, that you can become so accustomed, so familiar with a demon that you're praying to be delivered from? It amazes me to see people that are so significant and to see people that are so deep, to, pe- to see people that are supposed to be so spiritually grounded that can't detect a Jezebel spirit. You're, so, you're supposed to be so spiritual, but you can't detect a demon standing next to you. Where are your antennas? Where's your, where, where is your spiritual maturity? The Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. It ain't coming in no flesh and blood. See, the devil always tempts you with something he knows you like. He ain't never going to tempt you with something you don't like. He, he designs it and orchestrates it and crafts it in the image and in the way that you like it. But the critical question that you've got to ask yourself is, not am I happy, but am I at peace? It was necessary. Yep. It was all necessary. Those moments in that apartment were amazing. You know, we would take $5, which was like, that was our date budget. And I would go to HEB. I would get a six-pack of their lead quarters for $3, get a box of rice for a dollar, and a red box movie with the other dollar. 
And we would come back, and we would have our wine glasses with water in it. <laughs> and then we would just sit there. We would watch our Redbox movie and talk. And I remember when that sermon came on with Bishop Jason. Man, when he said, when dreams collide, I just looked at him. I was like, baby, that's us. You know, because I had a dream before I met him, and he had a dream before he met me, and we came together, and it just worked. Everything just began to work together, and it's been work. It's been a lot of work, and, you know, we're just getting started at the marriage thing. We've been together, we've been together for six years, but, man, married for, for over two now. Um, it's definitely been a journey. It's definitely been a process. We, we've had some major bumps in the road. We've had some potholes. Uh, and, and, and so many other things happen and take place that we have been able to grow through. You know, it didn't happen to us. It happened for us. It wasn't always fun, but it was necessary. It was definitely necessary in order to, to groom and craft us to who we've become today. You know, the decisions that we've made in business all started from way back then. The foundation that we set as a couple, when we started dating, we didn't tell anybody. It was nobody's business to know. Because we just instinctively knew this is this is something special. So we have to protect what it is that we're building so that we get to know each other as we share with each other, not as other people share with us about who they think we are. And so that's what we did, and we took our time with it. And so as things begin to grow, as you begin to mature, certain things are no longer acceptable for you. And, and if you're in a place, and you're there for 10, 15, 20 years, and it's the same old thing, you're, you're, you're not growing, period. There has to be some shifts and some changes. Nobody has the exact same job their entire life. You know, my first job, I was a cashier at Piggly Wiggly in Hearn, Texas. That's where I'm from originally. And if I was still working there as a cashier, something would be wrong with that. I didn't grow. I, how, how on earth if I have the exact same the exact same position for back then four dollars and seventy five cents an hour that I had as a teenager and here I am a grown woman in my thirties at the same exact same position no I'm not the manager still a cashier at that point you settle and for some people that seems crazy you know that you would stay at a four dollar and seventy five cent an hour job. For, for for your whole life, but you do it in other areas. You, you settle in business. You settle in relationships. You, you date the same type of man. You've been with the exact same type of good-for-nothing man for your whole life, and you wonder why things are the way that they are. You wonder why you have all these children by different men and you have no relationship with any of them. None of them are with you. They're with somebody else now. Now, you're a single mother raising five or six kids, and you're like, how did this happen to me? Well, you chose that path. There should have been something along the way to show you this looks familiar. This pain feels familiar. This heartache feels familiar. And when that happens, you've got to identify it, recognize it. You can't ignore it. That's the dysfunction that he was talking about. Or it could be in your career. Here it is. You you go from one job to the other, and you end up getting fired or, or quit for the exact same reason at every single one. Now, that's a self-reflection thing. Not every company is horrible. 
Now, now they revolt is bad. You're making poor decisions. You're making poor choices. There's something that you're doing. It's, it's, it's necessary for you to reflect on yourself. It's necessary for you to say, okay, all of this stuff, quote, unquote, is happening to me. What part am I playing in this process? That's what my husband and I had to do. It was necessary for us to sit down and just reevaluate ourselves. Like, okay, this is happening. We don't like it. Um, you know, it, it's frustrating, but we're here. What, what role are we playing in this process? What are we doing to contribute to this? And so we just have to, we have to reflect on ourselves and say, man, okay, we have to do something different. So, so something has to change here. But every single part of that process, every single part of that, that journey, that, those obstacles that we faced in our relationship groomed us for where we are today. All the obstacles that we faced in business groomed us for where we are today. Pain is necessary, but suffering is definitely optional. The spirit doesn't make sense. And that's a challenge with a lot of people. They want to make sense of, of the spirit. They, they want to make sense of, of all of these different things when it's, it's not going to. You, you just have to use your discernment and just know, man, listen, we, I got, man, we got people contacting us that, that are still in that place that we just left, uh, when we, before we transitioned to our new company and, you know, they're, they're saying, you know, I know, I know I need to be connected to y'all. I know I need to, you know, but man, I just, there, there's so much confusion around them because of what's been said and and what's been done and, and the negative things that have been spoken. Now, these individuals are very spiritually grounded. They know the word. They know that what they feel over there isn't right. They know the spirit that they feel over there is wrong. They can see it, too. They know, oh, man, there's a lot of witchcraft and manipulation going on right now. They can see it. But for whatever reason, they can't let go of it because of that stronghold. And so instead of rescuing them, we just letting them go through their process. Like, okay, it's necessary for them to go through the process because when they get out of it, that's that's when the growth comes. We have to go through the process too. So we get it. We understand. We're not judging. We ain't upset. We're not even worried about it because we know in due time you're going to see light and dark can't reside in the same place. So if you are light and you in that dark place, eventually you're going to leave too. That's what anything, but it's necessary for you to grow. In Romans 5, verses 3 through 5, it says, and not only that, but we also glory in tribulation, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance, and perseverance produces character, and character produces hope. Now, hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts by the Holy Spirit who has given it to us. The tribulation is necessary because it gives you perseverance. It, it, you know, it's like working out. Okay, you gotta, you got the more you work out, the stronger your heart is. So you can do hit workouts and cardio workouts and strength training and stuff, and you can persevere through all that because you fought through those tough moments of building up to it. There were times when you couldn't even walk a mile. Now you're running it. You were able to persevere. So that perseverance, that tribulation, it comes with that. It produces perseverance, and perseverance sharpens your character. Your character is your heart, who you are at the core. See, you can lie to me. You can even you can even lie to yourself, but you can't lie to God. You can't. 
He sees all. He knows all. So you can you can craft whatever lie you want. You can uh, put together whatever story you want about a certain thing, but you can never lie to him because at the end of the day, his will is what's going to prevail. What he wants to have happen is what's going to happen. It's necessary because of your character. It hurts because your character is being corrected. Your Proverbs tells us your gifts will make room for you and position you before great men. But your gifts will put you in a room that your character can get you kicked out of if you're not careful. Sometimes your gift is so strong and your light on the inside is so strong that it can overtake you. If the, if the, 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 the spotlight is strong, the light that's shining on you is strong. It can overtake you if the light inside of you isn't, isn't just as powerful. The light inside of you is the light of God. If your relationship with him isn't right, and meaning your character isn't together, then when you do get the platform, when you do get the promotion, when you do get the contract, when you do get the radio show, when you do get the television deal, when when, when you do start that business, when, when you do all these big things that you've been praying and hoping to do, you'll lose it all. That's, that's why you see it all the time. People shoot straight to the top. They become the who's who of their industry, the, top, the cream of the crop, the, the example to follow. Man, this is a legacy. Wow, this is amazing. And then a few years later, it comes crumbling down. They get demoted and get fake titles. Why? Because they didn't check their character on the way up. And now they, they're losing everything that they built. People are disconnecting from them and disappearing. Because they couldn't sustain it. They got puffed up. They got cocky. They got full of themselves. And everything was gone. And you may have felt throughout your journey that you, you, you know, you were being played and that you were lost and all this kind of stuff. You weren't lost. You were just redirected. Everybody has a Damascus, Damascus journey to go through. Everybody has to have a season where they feel like they are alone and nothing is happening. It's part of the process. Don't get so comfortable with following that you lose function to lead. You are a leader as well. You've got to stop considering people who aren't even concerned with you, making them a priority when you're not even an option for them. That has to stop now. The very person and people you're so concerned with as far as their opinion wouldn't even consider you for anything. So why are you considering them? Whatever it is that you're going through, whatever it is that you're facing, understand that it's necessary because there's something inside you, there's something at your character level that needs to be corrected, confronted, and changed, period. And once you identify that and you correct it, you confront it, and you change it, that's when you'll be able to get your breakthrough. That's when you'll be able to leave whatever that negativity is alone and move forward and move onward with your life. Pain is necessary, but suffering is optional. Honey? It was necessary. Some people will never support you because they are afraid of who you may become. Some people will never support you because they are afraid of who you may become. But it's all right. God will always align you with the people and the person that's supposed to help you get to the next level. And when you get there, 
you will look back on every single thing that has happened and has occurred, and you will say, it was necessary. God bless you. God bless your families. And God most certainly bless your dreams.